Welcome back to Locked On Spurs on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs beat writer for Kens 5 in San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, hope you enjoyed that free scrimmage yesterday. The Spurs played the Spurs in their annual, I guess, glorified practice. Free for fans. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, that's just another sign that the regular season is right around the corner. They got one more preseason game, and then it gets real. What are we talking about today? We're talking about... The Spurs and the draft and how they fared in recent years, uh, you know, with the big uh, topic floating among the Spurs fans right now, that being Lucas Samadich's time over in San Antonio after going number 19 in the draft. You know, looking back at the Spurs in recent draft memory, are they really that good? Have they really, really lived up to that hype that they are one of the best uh, drafting teams in the league uh, and also, we have time to go over some news and notes that you may have missed. Uh, one guy that I always draft for Lockdown Spurs is my good friend, Casey Vieira. He is back. Casey, uh, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. And uh, by Where the way, the congratulations draft? on your – oh, I'm giving you number one overall. Oh, and, wow. Uh, yeah. That's a and, uh, <laughs> Well, it ties into – ties into the topic. Maybe maybe my drafting skills are not that good with this, like San Antonio. I don't know. But yeah. uh, anyway, congratulations on the YouTube show. It, it launched in case you did not know. Casey launched his new YouTube basketball show, his debut. Uh, I was not expecting that debut, um, an ode to Clay Thompson. But nevertheless, it was uh, funny. It was funny. Yeah. I, I Can I tell you something? I really thought the cover photo for that uh, YouTube was you mm-hmm. in a hat with glasses with a beard. You know, what's that, funny. I thought that was you. A lot have a lot of people have said that, and part of me is like, oh shoot, maybe I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but it was from Clay Thompson. He posted on his Instagram when he was at the U.S. Open, and it was supposed to go with the whole theme of you know Clay Thompson's just this you know silly goofy yeah. guy, goofy guy off yeah. the floor. And you know you're not the first one to say it. My wife said it. Someone else said it. Um, but but yeah, thank you. Show's called Baller Brief. Actually, got a new one coming out. Coming nice. out today. Send you into the weekend on a high. Nice. Uh, and, and 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 guess what it's on? Hit me. It's on Ben Simmons, baby. Ah, <laughs> I, you don't know what my guess was going to be. If you forced me to guess, I thought you were going to say what? Kyrie. Kyrie. Yeah, yeah, I think that Kyrie's situation – see, the thing with Kyrie, it's so fluid. And I guess Simmons yeah. is fluid too. But yeah. the thing with Kyrie, it's so fluid. I'm afraid to record it because it's going to get dated very quickly and then I'm screwed. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the Simmons one's less fluid, at least the theme I took. But, yes, uh, Baller Brief, it's on Ben Simmons now that he's, like, sort of back with the 76ers. And uh, kind of what yeah. – um, Yeah, sort of just kind of randomly showed up at their doorstep. <laughs> Like. Can, can you imagine if if you pulled a stunt like that with your real life job and just say, "I'm not gonna go to work. It's all right. I'm good." And then, but they don't fire you, and they just say, uh-huh. "Okay, come back when you're ready," or we'll try to find you a new job. That must be nice. Or, Ky- or Kyrie just being sad that everybody's not getting vaccinated. Despite well, no, well, 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 the Nets put the put the hammer down on him. They say we ain't yeah. playing your game. I mean, they got uh-huh. they got serious with him. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're we're not doing this, Kyrie. Either you're in or you're out. None of this half foot in, half foot out kind of thing. But Mm -hmm. 
Baller Brief anyway, is out. Yeah. Go check it out on YouTube as well as Vieira's an essay. That's the YouTube show that he and Casey and his wife do. Give you the uh, goings and comings, the ins and outs of being a newlywed couple in San Antonio. So, Casey, uh, as you probably have heard, <laughs> the Lucas Zominich era is over in San Antonio. He was the number 19 overall pick in 2019. Uh, same class as Keldon Johnson. And after, hey, look, uh, Popovich said recently that they had the talk after the Orlando uh, preseason game. And he wished them well. You know, he played it safe. He didn't throw him under the bus. He didn't say, oh, no, he sucked or we goofed up on this one. But it, it has Spurs fans talking about the Spurs' recent draft record. And is it really, really that good? And if the Spurs are living up to that hype of them being a team that drafts pretty good or always gets those draft day steals, you hear that a lot, Casey. Oh, they did it again. They swung and look, they hit a home run. But if we hit pump the brakes a bit and kind of look back, it's kind of average. You know, it's it's not it's not tremendous, but it's not bad. I mean, think about it. I mean. I could give you, well, uh, I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll, once you talk it out, maybe we'll have second thoughts. But, Casey, um, your quick thoughts on Luka and the Spurs in the draft uh, in recent years. Um, Luka, I mean, I think there's there's a consensus with Luka that he has the tools to fit today's modern game. I think that's something that, that was kind of a given. Um, on the contrary, I th- there were some questions about the work ethic after that first season in, in in the bubble a little bit. Like, why is he? Why why is there such a gap between he and Keldon Johnson? You know, and 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 why why have we not seen this guy at all? And I think that's when I think that's when you know a lot of us started speculating going into last year with Samanich that like, okay, maybe something's up with this dude. And, and, and I know a lot of, a lot of Spurs homers, they were over here being like, Oh, Rudy Gay, Rudy Gay is getting the minutes instead of him. Well, is it because Rudy Gay is a veteran or is it because Lucas Samanich is not that good and has a very poor work ethic and has a very poor attitude? And people get so wrapped up in seeing a young lottery pick. Oh, we want to see him. We want to see him. Well, clearly something, there was a divide there. Clearly there was a divide that upper management couldn't see. And they saw relatively early after drafting him, certainly by the start of last season, they saw in a reasonable amount of time that, okay, maybe this is not the guy who we should have gone with. Hmm. And sure enough, that was, not, not the guy who they should have gone with. Now, I think the question now kind of, you know, that kind of arises is how much of this do you put on the Spurs and how much of this do you put on Luka um, in, in terms of being, collectively being a bust and taking him where he is? Because if Luka Samovich is taken where a lot of people expected him to go in the back end of the first round, early second round, and he doesn't make the team after two seasons, you're probably like, okay, fine. You put things in perspective mm-hmm. a little bit. I think that's the defense of Luca, so to speak. 
And then you kind of turn that to the Spurs, and you're going to say, well, if you knew he was going to be there, why did you take him at, at 19? Why didn't you mm-hmm. trade back? Why didn't, why didn't you trade out of the first round, essentially, to the back end in the early second round? Why didn't you take Keldon Johnson? Let's face it, yeah, they got it right with Keldon. Right. But you and I both know they got lucky getting Keldon. Right? Damn lucky getting him. <laughs> Damn lucky. Yeah. They got, like, Keldon went 29 overall. That means there's 10 teams in the middle that screwed that up, not getting Keldon Johnson. Maybe Philly right. Martinez style. And might be that's up in the air a little bit. But still. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think it's kind of, uh, you know, it speaks more probably – I, I think it speaks more probably to, to Luca and his inability to really adapt to the game, but I don't think we can let the Spurs off the hook here because no, no because, because they they got very lucky. And I know again, I know a lot of a lot of people are going to be like, oh, it was you know the Spurs who were able to dig up Keldon Johnson and they found him. Uh, let's be real. How much of it was 10 teams in the middle not knowing what they're doing mm-hmm. yeah. until Keldon fell? Like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, have the, I have the draft list in front of me. These are the guys who went from 20 to 28 after Luca: Matisse Thibel, Brandon Clark, Grant Williams, Darius Baisley, Ty Jerome, Nasir Little, Dylan Winder, Mufadu Kamengele, Jordan Poole. Like, <laughs> yeah, the Spurs could have yeah. uh, easily done with, uh, been okay with one of those guys. Well, my point I'm making is that if Kelvin goes anywhere in the middle, then they botched the draft probably entirely. Oh yeah, but yeah, you, you, yeah. yeah. If 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 Kelvin's not there, I mean that 2019 draft goes down in Spurs history is one of the worst. Doctor created, doctor recommended. Works up to seven days per use. I'm talking about Sweatblock Dry Shirt Guarantee. If Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry, get your money back. Featured and tested on the Rachel Ratio by Firefighters, and it's a bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years. Over 13,000 reviews manufactured in the USA. You have excessive sweating, that's where sweat block comes in. Where would you want to wear your little secret to confidence? This is a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag, whether it's a big presentation or a hot date, everyone can benefit. I get it, talking about excessive sweating isn't fun to talk about. That's why there's sweat block. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out sweat block. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on or on Amazon and at CVS. I know this is sounds too good to be true, but I've been using Sweatblock um, once or twice a week and it's been keeping me dry the whole time. A lot of good products out there. Uh, basically, no more pitting out. No more uh, picking my shirts based on which one I'll hide the sweat better. Once again, go to sweatblock.com, promo code locked on for 20% off. It really does. Right. Yeah. So I think uh, that's you know, I'm yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, well, let's look back. You know, you know, one by one. So, so Josh Primo, the jury's still out, but early signs show that maybe, just maybe, the Spurs got themselves a gem at number twelve uh, last right. uh, draft, twenty twenty one. Wees Camp, you know, second round. Hopefully, he pans out. But again, you know, he got picked. Whatever. 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 Yeah. Whatever. So we're just yeah. looking at yeah. at first round picks here. Devin Vassell, twenty twenty. So far, early returns are good. It looks like he's going to be a, a nice gem for the Spurs moving forward. Say with Trey Jones. Uh, but then you start going a little further. Let's go back to now. Let's go to 2018. And you have a guy that could be on the hot seat, and that is Lonnie Walker. 
2018 first round. I, I know that I forgot that he was drafted in the teens, uh, number 18 mm-hmm. overall out of Miami. And so far, Casey, I mean, I mean, I figuratively and literally, his career has been up and down. And you yeah. don't know if he's going to pan out to be that consistent player moving forward. Now you you have some strong opinions about uh, Lonnie, and, and you think he's a uh, you think you agree? Think you agree as well? He's on the hot seat this season. Oh, absolutely, he's on the hot seat. I don't think that's I don't think that part's debatable. I think the debatable part, and you and I were talking before we started this, was that <clears throat> excuse me, was that it's kind of hard to call him a boss because so much of it is perspective of how you were looking at it. Now, I feel like a rational person sees someone taken at 18 overall, and they're thinking, okay, really after top 10, top 12, mm-hmm. a lot of it's just throwing darts and see what kind of sticks, especially when you get outside a lottery where Lonnie was taken. Pretty much that's where it starts. It's throwing darts and see what sticks. I don't, basically, I don't want to say a shot in the dark, but at that point you're hoping to at least get a guy who could be – on your team the entirety of his rookie contract, which made Luca such an abject failure because they only right. have two years out of him. But Lonnie, if you're over here and they draft Lonnie Walker, and you were expecting something, something any more than a role player at that point, realistically, well, that's on you. That's on you for expecting that. And I know a lot of Spurs fans have those goggles on because they have gotten it right. I know they didn't draft Kawhi, but it was drafted. Well, 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 to be, they, well, to they be fair, draft Kawhi. well, to be yeah. fair, um, the Spurs fans are starting to take off those Spurs colored glasses when it comes to Lonnie. Right. Um, no, but that's they, what I mean. But when this, yeah. pick, when this pick was made in, in 2018, those things were still firmly on, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. Those, those, yeah, those goggles were still firmly on. Now, now they're starting to wear off a little bit. And I think it was all about perspective of what you had of him. I think if you thought he was going to be had this big all-star potential, well, yeah, again, that's on you. That's your fault. If you think he's a reasonable role player and can be a top eight, nine rotational guy, if that was your expectation going in, all right, okay, that's fine. That's fair because that's probably the, 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 what he's shown right now, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't so, know. Has he? I, I, that's the thing. I mean, the, the the debate is, oh, he needs to start. Because look when he got at the start yeah. last season, when DeMar was out for personal reasons, he lit it up. He had like three games in a row of double-figure scoring. Two of those games were back-to-back 20-point nights. DeMar comes right. back, relegated to the bench, and, you know, he goes back to being Lonnie. But then again, you fast-forward to this preseason, and it's been kind of the same thing, you know. He had a stink fest a couple games, then he has a big game, and then he goes back to uh, being less than, uh, well, less than uh, average. But yeah, um, you, you, but, but let's just let's just do devil's advocate here. Let's just say he doesn't pan out, or the Spurs use him as trade bait, or uh, because he, they I mean, that what it's uh, they have the option. The team has the option uh, soon um, to pick it up or not. He's a restricted free. Yeah, he's a restricted yeah. free agent. Yeah. yeah. If they decline it, he's restricted. And by the way, his agency is Clutch Sports. So just uh, keep that in the back of your head. Um, right. Uh, 
it just seems to me like like let's just pretend Lonnie does not work out. I mean, that's back to back right? You got Luca and now you got Lonnie. So Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. That's bad. And it doesn't help that Kevin Herter went right behind him and he's been great for Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You got other guys who have been, I mean, Robert Williams, he was after him. Mitchell Robinson with the Knicks, he's another one. To make a case for Jalen Brunson, Gary, Gary mm-hmm. Trent. I mean, they've always, they, they've all shown that they're leaps in head of, of Lonnie right now. But uh, it's, the Spurs are going to be in a spot now where with Lonnie Walker, if he plays halfway decently this year and shows he can be a good role player, and then it turns into maybe he's a restricted free agent, and they'll pick up, they'll they'll at least extend a qualifying offer so they have the right to match on an offer sheet. Do you pay Lonnie Walker three for fifty million? Is that worth oh, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh Probably man, not. I need to. See, I you have to get back to me that at the end of the season. I mean, if he just right. balls out, you know, then for sure. But if I'm he's again, like, being yeah. What, yeah, yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying he he takes a couple steps. He he improves better. A I mean, uh, of certainly, steps. yeah, certainly. If you if yeah. he's the same Lonnie last year, this year definitely not. But saying that he takes a few steps forward to at least be in that conversation. Do you do it? Well, I, I don't well, know. This is a good. I know. I, I, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, yeah. A lot of incentive laden. You must average 20 or more points to get this bonus and stuff like that. Right. But, you know, through four games in the preseason, you know, 23 minutes, averaging eight and a half points per game, shooting 33% from the field. He's taking about 11 shots. He's only making about four. Uh, 20% from the three line, you know, so an area that the, the entire team needs help on. And about 2.8 assists per game. Again, it is preseason. You know, rotations are off. You know, maybe just play many minutes of one game to the next. But the the thing about it is, the Spurs are putting him in this in a spot where he's kind of front and center with this young core. What do you what do you hear? You hear Dejounte, Derek, Lonnie, and Keldon. Um, so they're 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 kind of banking on him uh, turning into a, a nice find, but. Through how many years he's been with the league, you know, and I was going to say, so what far, bank going, yeah, what, what bank are they going yeah. to at this yeah. yeah, I mean, great kid, great kid. You know, he's been on lockdown Spurs, you know, very gracious with his time to talk about it. But the expectation is just you want to see him be better, you want him to get better. It's no knock on him. This is actually encouragement. You're, you're, you're cheering him on to prove that. Yeah, he is. I am the number 18 pick, and check me out. And now's your time. There's no more DeMar, Lonnie. There's no more Rudy. Uh, it is full steam ahead with a rebuild, and you're part of that. Let's see something. You know, but overall, though, it's easy to have a successful team and draft lukewarm when you have Kawhi and Timmy and Tony and Manu. You know, that's, that's great. Right. You know, but uh, Casey, they can't afford that anymore. If they want to get back to the no. promised land, let alone just be a perennial playoff team, let's just take the lower right. the standard there. They gotta, they gotta, they gotta draft some very, very smart. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back in the gridiron to start the football season. As always, bet online, your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. 
Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor contest. Open now at BetOnline. Head to the website, BetOnline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. I mean, you can afford to draft like Corey Joseph in the 20s or wherever Corey Joseph was taken at the time. When you have yeah. when you have Kawhi and all those guys, you can do that. Things aren't so dependent on getting it right in the draft like they are now. But this kind of goes back to the prevailing thought of them being in that gray area of of, of the spot where they're picking just outside the lottery or late lottery or early 20s for however many years. And, and, and that's the best spot to be in if you're an NBA team. Exactly. Because it's crapshoot yeah. every single time. It's a crapshoot mm-hmm. every single time. So how are you going to get anything other than, in all likelihood, you're not going to win a bunch of games if it's all role players. And in all likelihood, that's probably what you're going to get. Right? Like, Dare I say that's what, what they have get. now? Dare I say that's and what that's they have exactly. now? And that's exactly what they have now, right? That's exactly what they have now. Now, sticking with just first-round picks in the Spurs' recent draft history, we touched on Primo and Vassell and Luca, and we touched on Lonnie. Uh, You got Derek White. You know, he's a pretty good player. Not bad for a guy who got drafted, who got scattered by a a culinary school. But last season proved that he can be... (laughs) Uh, often injured, and we'll see if he can right. do that. Now, in the preseason, though, my concern is his shot is just not falling. It's not falling whatsoever. Uh, he's doing everything else pretty good, you know, uh, high B-ball IQ, spreading the ball around, facilitating. That's great. Defending, awesome. But, again, the Spurs need help on the offensive end as well with DeMar and Rudy and Patty leaving. You know, through four preseason games, Casey, he's shooting 26%, taking about 11 shots and making three of them. And 15% um, shoot. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, um, let me rewind that again. 25%. Uh, he's just shooting bad. He's just shooting bad. I mean, they they need to get this going with him, in my opinion, because he seems to be, you know, this complete player. But, you know, ever since that Denver series, you know, you know, I mean, we, I haven't seen that type of Derek White magic. No, we haven't. We haven't. And it's going to be interesting to see if that becomes, I guess, for lack of a better term this year, like a thing. If, mm-hmm. if there's a, re- how much of a, like last, last year, last year, yeah, there was a regression because of injuries, uh, because of COVID. Yeah. There was, there was a regression, a lot, so a, a good portion of it not being his fault. So, Last season was just such a freak season. The past two years, you almost have to put an asterisk next to it. But this year, this year, not as much. So if there is that continued regression again, or at least what we're seeing last year, what we saw last year, seeing it again this year, at that point, you're kind of like, well, okay, well, what do we do now? Mm-hmm. What yeah. do we do now? We're still on the hook for three more years of that big deal we just gave them. 
Yeah, they and paid him. Kind of be, yeah, I, yeah, I think that's going to be kind of an underlying storyline or at least something that we're going to have to keep out, keep in mind for this year because or it's certainly becoming a little bit more prevalent and it, it's certainly become a little bit more prevalent uh, after the preseason was that maybe because of everything that's happened, the injuries, that this might not be the same Derek White. It's going to take him some time to get back to where mm-hmm. he is, a lot more than we thought. The right. COVID thing, the COVID thing, uh, we've seen it in, uh, you know, no kidding, Casey, but we've seen it in every aspect, a lot of these athletes. I mean, Cam Newton, Cam Newton last season with the Patriots played three, four games, got COVID, and then looked lost. Mm-hmm. Those first three, four games, I saw a little bit of prime Cam Newton, it felt like. Yeah, but this, I mean, Jason Jason happened. Tatum, too. Remember after he Jason got COVID? Tatum. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Celtics, mm-hmm. he, he, he clearly wasn't the same when he contracted right. uh, the virus. Right. It took it a while right. before and, he shook out of it, but yeah, yeah, exactly. it's, it's a wash. You, you want right. to give White the benefit of the doubt last season, but now with a re- somewhat back to a normal NBA season, um, yeah, he's definitely going to be looked at. I mean, it's not just Lonnie that has the microscope on him. I think Derek does too, to a certain degree. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll see that. But I mean, look, look, every, every NBA team is not perfect uh, when it comes right. to drafting. Um, remember this name, Adam Morrison. So that oh, yeah. tells you a lot right there. Um, and, and the He's Spurs. Not be a champion, Adam Morrison. Won a couple <laughs> on the bench behind Kobe's coattail. That's right. Don't let you tell you his career wasn't a success. <laughs> But the point is that look, every every NBA team is not perfect. They 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 miss more often than hit, unless you're in that top ten, which uh-huh. leads me back to thinking that's the only way the Spurs can legitimately rapid pace their rebuild is by doing what right. got them to the promised land in the first place, drafting see, see, in the top if ten. I, if I could just interject, if I could just interject real quick, I'm sorry. I know I do that a lot. As a guest, I really shouldn't do that. I apologize. But you're good, Casey. But that's what yeah, I apologize. But that's what annoys me because people will be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, not every organization hits when it comes to that." Well, if you're an organization like the Spurs were ten years ago, it doesn't matter because you had Duncan to hold down the fort. You had Tony. You had Manu. You had to a certain degree Kawhi to hold down the yeah. fort. That's not the case. That's not the case anymore. They got a hit on these. They got a hit. They have no choice. And the fact they swung and missed on Luca, in terms of Lonnie being like a real legit guy, they swung and missed on that and not appearing to be anything more than a, a, a role player. If they're expecting something more out of that, that's on them. Mm-hmm. But they got a hit on these. They yeah. have to. They have I mean, to which, is, this, is this fair to say, Casey, the closest to a hit they had in recent years is DeJounte Murray at 29 in 2016? Uh, Yeah. Next, next, no, but I mean, I mean, because because yeah. you could throw you could throw Keldon in that mix, uh, yeah. but you know, we I, I think for me too, I also I mean, look, I think all the young guys are under the microscope, but I have I have Keldon under a microscope light, if you will, to see right. if he's really going to take that next step because they're 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 throwing his face right in front of you, uh, the Spurs. Uh-huh. You know, they're really, I mean, the, for those of y'all who don't know, the San Antonio uh, River Authority put him front and center um, as far as their community community advocate. And you see this a lot 
in the communities. But uh, with Keldon seemingly coming out of that, you know, like, oh, the jury's out. You know, we're going to have a verdict soon. I think the verdict is already out on DeJounte. And he is he kind of closest to a hit? Is he or not really? Or he's At 20, he, I mean, I mean, where he was picked, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think that's a hit. But that goes back to that perspective thing. Yeah. Uh, I think that point where he was taken, definitely he was a hit. Anything beyond that, that's a that's kind of bonus points from what you're getting. I think DeJounte yeah. was a hit. I think Derek White is a hit, but to a certain degree. Right. Because he's, I'm not sure. It, it's if he struggles again this year, then we're at a point where we're looking at a, a guy who's kind of, perhaps not worth that big money he just got, relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. Lonnie, right now, would be decided. Uh, Primo, more so missed. probably yeah. yeah. Lonnie's probably more so missed than hit. Dominic obviously a miss. Keldon a hit. Primo Evan. and. Primo and yeah, Vassell to be determined, but he looks okay so far. Primo to be determined, even though right. we'll probably see him play in like five, five games that actually matter this year. Yeah. So I think it. I think when the real criticism steps in will be when they start picking. Now that they're going to, in all likelihood, be in the lottery conversation inside the mm-hmm. top ten for the next couple of years. If they swing and miss on those, then I think you really got to crank up the heat on the criticism, mm-hmm. because where they they're, where they pick so far, it's it's very much a gamble, like everybody else. It's yeah. very much a gamble, so it's it's really hard to to jump to kind of a conclusion and say, well, these guys suck, because everybody where they're picking, they don't hit. But I think there's two kind of prevailing thoughts with that. One, yeah. perspective what you expected out of these guys where they were and hopefully management was expecting at 18, 19, 20, they weren't expecting to find the reincarnation of Kawhi there. That's one thing. And then the other thing is that their, their misses, they're not, they're, they're much more costly now. Those misses Mm -hmm. are so much more costly, right? They are. So it's it's all, yeah, it's, it's also, it's, 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 I, I think I'm at the point where it's circumstantial before we really jump to any conclusions. And, of course, mm-hmm. being prisoners at the moment here and seeing Luca just totally bomb the way that it did, we're, we're easily going to be yeah. like, yeah, these guys, are, these guys suck now, which I don't think is fair. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. But, but I do think, I mean, I do think this could, we got we, we to gotta keep an eye on it because it could become yeah. a thing. Yeah, it definitely is. And I mean, you go a little further back after, uh, well, before DeJounte, you know, I think Kyle Anderson was not a bad pick. You know, he obviously he's not with the Spurs anymore, but turned into a pretty good NBA player, not a megastar. But, you know, I mean, he's paying dividends for the Grizzlies. So, uh, you know, I've been a fan of him. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, number number 30 overall in 2014. So my God, mm-hmm. time flies. Time flies. Right. Twenty. That yeah. was fourteen. Yeah, he was right. fourteen. Yeah, fourteen thirtieth pick overall, number first round. Um, but yeah, I mean, we were taking a sample size from well, whatever. Sure, we'll roll with it. You know, twenty fourteen to now, it's been about subpar. Would you say or about average? 
Um, and again, uh, we're just using their we're just using their first round picks only, disregarding their second rounders. You have so we'll go we'll go from 2014 wow. to now. So we have Anderson, a Euro uh, Nikola Malutinov, Dejounte Murray, Derek White, Lonnie Walker, Keldon Johnson, Samanich, Vassell, and Primo. I just think it's different circumstances, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's you have to give it like an incomplete grade because it's it's different. It's di- the franchises who were still in different windows, 15, 16, 17. Those yeah, were I mean, still those yeah. were still the big three were still around. Which, yeah. Right. Big three was still around. The, the what we start thought was the start of the Kawhi era was still around. It's, it's different circumstances, I think. Uh, the latter half, the latter half, I mean, not really as much. Not really as much. Yeah. There's not really a whole lot there that's so far has that exactly been a ringing endorsement if you want to go from 18 forward minus, minus getting lucky with Keldon yeah. where he's picked. If I was in a, I'm in a good mood today. If I was in a real bad mood, I think I'd be more hypocritical about the Keldon stuff because I'd be like, the only reason they got him is because they were lucky, you know, and they missed mm-hmm. him. Because Could you imagine if they missed him and he was right there? Oh, yeah, yeah. That would have been horrible. That, that would have been, been horrible. That would have, I mean, <laughs> like you said, that would have been an all-time botch. Yeah, that, that, that and 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 by the way, that draft, the Keldon Johnson Samanich uh, year, that was R.C. Buford's last run as uh, general manager. So, the Lucas Samanich pick was on uh, Buford's watch before he turned the rings over to Brian Wright. So, yeah, he bad. went out with the bang. I mean, one out of two ain't bad, I guess, but it it, it just. As we said earlier, in this point of their franchise, they can't afford projects anymore. They can't afford stash and drafts anymore. Maybe to a certain degree, stash in the G League, you know, for a season, and then bring them on. Not at but 11, as far though, as this, with, with Primo, oh, because oh, because I'm saying like, I mean, they're really swinging. I mean, do you think they're really swinging for the fences for Primo? I, I mean, Brian Wright uh, took a gamble on him and. So far, he seems to be right, but if this kid doesn't translate, oh man! Once he once he gets meaningful NBA minutes, just sure I, go out there in the preseason and play eight to fifteen minutes and against preseason competition or summer league competition, maybe you look good. But let's get to the real right. deal. When it's a regular season right. game, throw him out there. Let's see what he can do. But that as of right now, happened this year. But that might not even happen this year, which is hmm. kind of kind of you have to give, you know, uh, probably a not applicable kind of like to the cell last season with the cell. I mean, maybe what a quarter of the games, a third of the games he played relevant basketball, right? Well, maybe for a rookie in, in the Popovich system, that was a lot. I guess you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess you're probably right. He He played more. He played more the average rookie i just think at, at pick number 11 where they're at right now where the spurs organization is at right now drafting primo at 11 should not be a draft and stash guy stash and draft and stash in the g league guy i feel like you need to get that guy and again primo might be that guy primo might be that guy but I feel like at that point you need to get somebody out there 
who can be a regular rotational dude at that point, be a top 10. And I'm not saying he's got to be starting, but I'm saying he's got to be at, at least ninth, 10th man in the rotation at that point. But, I mean, we haven't seen him yet, so I can't. Yeah. I can't really get much on. I can't really get much on Vassell. I can't really get much on Primo, obviously, with Primo. But we'll see. Um, so I guess the, the feeling is that maybe the Spurs drafting in recent years, the grade is an I for incomplete? Yeah. 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 I think hmm. so. It's just, it's just too many variables because it was a different time in the organization five years, even as recent as five years ago, as it was over the past three, two, three years where just the star power made every miss that they had a little bit more expendable. But now they right. can't do that because they're a team in a rebuild. All right. Well, there you have it. Um, hopefully some of these young guys will pan out and the Spurs look good. But after the Samanich botch, I mean, I think it's safe to say he was a bust, um, a complete bust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What other word are you using here? Yeah. Uh, that People, the Spurs. Dude, are... dude I like, uh, listen, listen, listen. I know, I know Spurs fans, they're going to be fans, and rightfully so, and they're, they're going to think highly of their organization, and largely for the most part they should. But so at a certain point, it's like it's okay to admit defeat. You don't have to, like, go – screaming at you know dying on top of the hill defending the organization every single time like the organization screw up you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> like they screw up it's uh, someone tweeted at me they're like yeah the spurs should be commended though for cutting their ties now i was like oh so we're going to commend them now more so than we are going to rip them for drafting a bus you know they're like oh it could be a whole lot worse well, we're comparing like we're comparing guys who gave literally nothing as opposed to Luka Samich who gave next to close to nothing. <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to go fight on the and die on the hill every single time for the organization. I promise the sports organization doesn't care that much about you anyway. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, they just you know what yeah. I mean? like, yeah, I know. I, that was a little harsh, people. but yeah. Well Well in terms of personnel, they don't care what you think. They don't care what I think saying they're bust. They don't care with somebody else saying, yeah, we got it right. They don't care. You know? He is Casey Vieira. Follow him <laughs> on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira for uh, obviously just to, you know, hang out with him and also to check out the links that he has there. Uh, the Vieira's an essay YouTube show, he and his wife. And of course, the new show, The Baller Brief, where you can see how, how similar he and Clay Thompson look. That was just eerie. Oh. That was just so eerie. Yeah, I, I guess I, I didn't realize that in hindsight. I just thought it yeah. was a funny picture. I literally thought it was you. I said, "Oh, he grew out his goatee," and I realized, yeah. like, "Oh wait, that's not him." Well, I don't that's, do I don't do the goatee. I do I do the full beard when I have it. Right now, I'm clean shaven. Right now, I'm clean shaven. You know I what? I, I I I my genetics do not allow me to grow facial hair. I cannot grow facial hair. Crazy man. I know at my age still can't do it. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Still can't do it. You don't look bad. But... You don't look bad though. You know, you pull it off. You're fine. Yeah, I guess you look at look at the men in my family. You know, not very facial, be haired yeah. guys. Well, I mean, you don't, yeah. My my dad yeah. just a mustache when he was younger. My grandfather, 
Well, man, he 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 never see, did. See, here's the thing though that's good about the facial hair. It's like you recognize it, you don't go with it. You have you have dudes sometimes who can't grow like a full effective beard and then it looks like all weird and patchy and gross and, and not the type of person you want to hang out with in public looking like. And um, you know, they, they can't admit defeat. You're acknowledging that it's just not happening. Yeah, it's just it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. <laughs> but it backfires because, I mean, you know, you're aware of this. I'm, I'm, I'm like very, very old, you know, and... But when people meet me in person, they just have a hard time believing that I am the age that I am. They're like, no way. I did not. I did not believe that. I did not. And that's, see, you know what? That's a very good defense of it. Keep that baby face, man. That's a very good defense. Yeah. And then when I show proof, like, show me. Let me see your driver's license. The reaction is like, holy heck. They're like, wow. What it's all about. What is your secret? That's what I get. What is your secret? And I'm like, secret? The Spurs, yeah, it's happiness. It, it, it's happiness and the Spurs kept you happy for 20 years. Oh, good Lord. Man. I'm going to age fast now. Here it comes. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Go get oh. the Botox now while you still have it. I know, right? Exactly. Exactly. All right. We're done talking. We want to hear from you. We told you how you can chat with uh, Casey. Uh, subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. And thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen of the day. Now, do yourself a favor. Go uh, listen to Locked On Magic. They are the uh, the, the Magic are going to be the first team the Spurs played open up the regular season with host Philip Rossman Reich. He's giving you everything you need to know about the Magic. Hey, do some scouting. Who is, who are the players? Who what is that team up to as the Spurs get ready to face them to open up their season? So for Casey Vieira, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock in. By the way, quick shout out. I was promised this quick shout out to Chuck Van Show. Longtime listener of Lockdown Spurs, big fan of the program, puts out good music in San Antonio. Go check him out on Twitter at Chuck Van Show. Uh, once again, he is Casey Vieira. I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. Mm-hmm.